Handle on the News. Late edition. Handle on the News. How in God's name do you listen to this crap all day long? And now, here's Bill Handel. All right. Uh, it's Friday, KFI, May 25th. So much is going on. We uh, did a video because today's the last day. As a matter of fact, 20 after uh, next hour, we're going to give away our last $1,000. Oh, oh no. not of the day. Right. We have but two of more. Of the show. We have two, uh, 930. That'll be our last one. Of on the this show, show and then all right. the way through seven. And then I guess no it's more. It's over. Today that. it's it. And uh, we have, uh, we just did a video which is not yet up, and I'll announce when it does. Uh, and it's going to be, it's a lot of fun, this one. Uh, every time we finish, I do something with our sign that's shoved in my face to remind me. All right, also, uh, please donate to help the American Red Cross Initiative to get prepared California. For your $400 donation, you and a guest can enjoy cocktails and appetizers with all the KFI hosts and crew, plus unlimited sky slide rides during an exclusive evening at the OUE Sky Space in downtown L.A., you have to be 21 years old or older. 100% of the proceeds will benefit the American Red Cross Get Prepared California campaign. Tickets are limited. For details, log on to KFIAM640.com, and the keyword is Mixer. All right, super segment. Let's do it. Handle on the news. Late edition, Jennifer Jones-Lee, Wayne Resnick, and me. Late story. We don't talk anymore. We don't talk anymore. Two big stories today, Donald Trump and Harvey Weinstein. So let's start with Donald Trump. Uh, Donald Trump now says uh, thank you to Kim Jong-un for his promising response to Donald Trump, who uh, canceled the summit in response to Kim Jong-un's statements and activities. And now uh, he is saying, good for you. Thank you. And maybe we're still going to have this uh, this summit happening on ju- June 12th. We're talking to them now. Here's what he said. We're going to see what happens. We're talking to them now. Uh, it was a very nice statement they put out. We'll see what happens. Very nice statement. No, no, we'll see what happens. It could even be the 12th. Does does this make one of them look better than the other? Or do they both look now equally bad or equally good? Both. I think uh, they're there's, uh, the China. If it were the Chinese, they'd be playing ping pong, and so they're now playing the Korean American version of ping pong, whatever the hell that is. Uh, maybe they throw barbecue at each other or kimchi at each other. Uh, who the hell knows? But we'll see if it's, it, it still has a chance of going. I think uh, both Kim Jong Un and the president, I think, want this to happen because they both have a lot to gain. A lot to gain. And God forbid, do we have a lot to gain? Well, I don't think uh, I take it seriously that uh, North Korea is going to to attack. I don't think they're going to attack South Korea. I think I think it's all bluster, uh, my opinion. Uh, and one thing about Donald Trump, uh, which he said, two things. One is we have massive nuclear capabilities that the North uh, Koreans can't even touch, which is true. And does anybody doubt for a second that if North Korea were to invade South Korea, which is how the Korean War started, uh, do you think that the president would be would have a measured response and take his time and think about it? Nope. I think it's done. It's balls to the wall, which is exactly what will happen with the first explosion uh, and someone steps on a landmine. Okay. 
Our other big story you mentioned, Harvey Weinstein, formally charged this morning with sex crimes, including rape in New York. Wearing handcuffs. Yeah. Kind of winced a little bit when they were reading the allegations or charges against him. Yeah, these were serious charges. Yeah, you could tell he was uncomfortable this morning. Uh, Yep. And on his way in, of course, uh, the reporters were so gracious about it, uh, just calmly asking him questions. At what point do reporters simply get in front of someone and not let them pass? Have you ever seen that happen, Jen? They do it a lot. And yeah. simply, and they just don't let you pass. Yeah, they just try and stop you. And you you or your attorney have to kind of push them out of the way. And then they're like, oh, you can't touch us. Oh, it's very dramatic. It's like when you get fouled in basketball and you go down hard to make it look worse than it really was. That's exactly what these reporters do. And he made his million dollars bail. Mm-hmm. And uh, as uh, we discussed, actually, you came, uh, and thank you for answering the question, because uh, you have CNN and Fox and everybody reporting that it was a $10 million bail, and he came up with a million dollars, and how did that happen? Yeah, the judge asked for either a $10 million bond or pay $1 million cash bail. He paid the bail and uh, has to wear an ankle monitor and had to turn over his passport, but can go back and forth between Connecticut and New York. You think he could go from New York to Los Angeles, but... It's only Connecticut and New York, probably because he has someplace uh, that he lives, and I'm assuming his attorneys are in New York, and so they want to make it as easy as possible. Yeah, they actually had a very minor issue of extradition, seriously, where they said it's not necessary to extradite him from Connecticut to New York for this charge. That's true. Uh, And Rose McGowan said uh, she is very, well, she's happy, but also shocked. And it's been a long time coming. She was one of the original accusers of Harvey Weinstein. And she said, I have a visceral need for him to have handcuffs on. And so he did. I can say that. Well, I can say yeah, sure. uh, a, a, a woman. because uh, and, lo- and the farther back the incident took place, the longer she has to live with it. And if it really has affected her, uh, then you're talking about someone's lived with grief. For a very long time. For 20 years, in her case. Well, the Senate has passed a bill to change how Congress deals with sexual harassment claims. Because up until now, there had been this 90-day waiting period that allowed people to, like, you had to, it was a mandatory 90-day waiting period. If you were trying to seek either civil action or something on a claim of sexual harassment, now you can go do that immediately. You don't have to wait. And if a member of Congress is uh, asked to settle a case, uh, they have to pay it back personally. personally. And by the way, it's not only sexual harassment. That's because what's in the headlines. It covers other kinds of workplace discrimination claims that could happen as well. So, in other words, it was really hard to get justice if a congressperson mistreated Oh, you. when you talk about uh, a position of power, a congressperson to anybody, any staffer whatsoever, all the way from chief of staff all the way down to interns. Just that 90-day waiting period. Imagine the amount of um, pressure that they would put on you to yeah, not, report. not report something. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, another shooting at a school, this time at a middle school in Indiana. Uh, Jen, you have the latest, I believe. 
two injured critically and one person in custody after the shooting. But they're they're staying. They're keeping all of the details um, pretty quiet this morning. And uh, but again, two critically injured. At first, it looked like maybe just minor injuries, but now the injuries look worse than reported. They're not even telling us that they were shot. That is not in the story. I mean, this you're, you, they're keeping it close to the vest unless, at least this story. Uh, from, I know. It says two people were injured, but it's not a, clear if they right. were wounded by that's gunfire. From, that's from KTLA. Uh, so do we have anything else? I, no. They? In fact, the wording that I have specifically, at least two people have been badly hurt in a shooting at a middle school I mean, obviously, in we have to assume that it was the, the shooting that caused the injury. Right. Oh, a crematorium had a little bit of a malfunction and spewed people into the air oh there you are uh, but the door wouldn't close it yeah, opened up and door. out come parts well actually ashes that and, had human remains in them yeah well those are ashes well, we, and, well you know what i mean yes now uh, i love this story uh the fire extinguishing uh, extinguishing system did activate and uh, so the chemicals then combined with the ashes and uh, the uh, fire captain said, uh, you don't want to breathe the agent if at all possible. It, it can be very dangerous. It's okay just to breathe regular people's ashes. Without a chemical agent, go right ahead and you know, suck that up in your nostrils. The other part, too, this whole plume apparently went straight to the mall nearby. Fantastic. Oh. Well, uh, in Nebraska, a traffic stop resulted in the seizure of enough fentanyl to kill about 26 million people. You know, first they thought they had found cocaine. a bunch of cocaine. Because it's white also. And yeah, imagine when they realized it was all fentanyl. And that's hazmat time. Oh, God, yeah. You can't. If you get near it, you it, by osmosis, it's a tiny little bit touches your skin. You can die of an overdose. Uh, it's, uh, it's crazy stuff. Uh, two milligrams uh, is a lethal dosage. How, look at how much two milligrams is. It's nothing. Nothing. Wow. It's a little dot of fentanyl. And they found 120 pounds of this stuff. Because aren't those sweetener packets, aren't those a gram? Yes. So but this how much is sweetener two one-thousandths of, of one of those will kill you. Right. And when we talk about a gram, probably 90% of that is filler. Right. And the this actual is- sweetening uh, aspect of that is just a tiny little bit. And so imagine the tiniest amount or what 120 pounds really means. It's, it's, I don't think there's ever been uh, a, uh, an issue like this. I don't think there's ever been a drug bust where this much fentanyl was ever found. I don't think so either. Whoa, that missile looks really cool. Now the trucks don't work. Yeah, this one is uh, mind-boggling as well as mind-altering. Yeah, well done. Yes, some U.S. troops who are guarding nuclear missiles apparently took LSD, according to some Air Force records. Yeah, a lot. And bought it and sold it. Yeah, 14 airmen were disciplined. Six were convicted and court-martialed for their use of LSD or distribution or both. Yeah. All right. And you can do some very strange things on LSD. You really don't want the guys who guard the missiles to be on LSD. Now, they claim they weren't using it while on duty. But how do you know? Yeah, you know. Still conduct unbecoming. Uh, the bullet train 
as the costs go up, the support for continuing to pay for it goes down. Now, this is a real interesting poll. The public still likes the bullet train, but they're questioning uh, the payment of the bullet train, which is very unusual because usually Californians are fine with spending as many tax dollars for anything uh, that is on the table. Now, maybe because the numbers are so huge where, uh, you know, I mean, this is getting so expensive. And I think the fact that it just multiplies. Oh, yeah, it just keeps on going and going. It's the Energizer Rabbit train is what it is. It just will never stop. Actually, it's the opposite. The Energizer Bunny keeps going and going. This is a train that will never be going. Well, we're talking about the costs keep oh, going the costs and going. keep going. Yes. yes. That's where the Energizer Rabbit is. Well, OPEC and Russia might soon be giving the world more oil. And they have to. Yes, and this is because of what you were talking about yesterday when it came to Venezuela and just the collapse there and the fact that that country, you know, 90% of it is oil, 90% of it's... um, Their infrastructure is basically gone. Right. No maintenance, no money for any additional exploration, mainly the maintenance where the uh, production facilities are just collapsing and therefore the production of oil is collapsing. Now, the problem is... That and also Iran, because the sanctions are back on the table. And the biggest sanction against Iran is its ability to sell oil. And now you have two producers of oil that are off the table. And keep in mind, the production of oil is at 99% of the demand of oil. There rarely is a glut, although there has been recently. And uh, so now oil prices keep going up and up and up. As you know, and Saudi Arabia, which really is the 800-pound gorilla when it comes to OPEC, uh, they realize, and they know and have for a long time, the more expensive oil is, uh, the less, of course, it's used, supply and demand, which means that the less money they're going to get because so much, so many fewer companies, countries are going to be buying the oil. So they want to find that sweet spot. And they want to make sure that it doesn't go much higher than it is right now. Right now, we're sort of the top edge of what is financially viable and still keep vibrant economies going. And so you go beyond that and you have, uh, you know, there's some issues with the world economy. Men can get to Mars faster than women can get to Venus? This is a man! Oh, very what? good. Very good. Uh, this is a study out of uh, UCSB. This is a man! And they got a bunch of people to navigate uh, an electronic maze on a computer. And they say the results are men are better navigators than women. Yeah, we needed a study for that? I I want to. Really? Yes, we needed a study really? because I wouldn't assume study? it. Men are better drivers than women. Oh, really? We now need a study one, for I that? totally disagree This is not with. about driving. This is but about navigating. It doesn't matter. It's all the same. I, I got to agree, though, with the navigation. I look at a map and I'm like... What? Uh, what? Yeah, and I get on Siri real fast. Men were more likely to take shortcuts and get to the goal location faster than the women. Women were more likely to follow a route they already knew and <laughs> wander, according to uh, Alexander Boone, the lead author of the study up there at UCS. Could have told you that before the study. I asked okay. for directions the other day and somebody said, well, oh, they were trying to give it to me. And I said, I, I think I need some locators. And they said, go to the SoCal Chevy and then turn left and go past Trader Joe's. I'm like, oh, I know exactly how to get there. But if you would ask me, like, go north, south, east, west, turn up, forget it. Yeah. And, to, and, it. and the kids today, it's all Waze and it's all Google Maps. 
Yeah. If, you know what they say the difference is? And this is where the author said this honestly could have something to do with men and boys play more video games. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. That's than sure. women and girls, <laughs> and they get a more of a facility for this. Do you kind remember of thing. the Thomas Brothers maps? Oh, gosh. You actually, sure. had, to, you actually yeah. had to read a map in yeah. those days. Today, if a battery runs out on a cell phone, done. Done. My kids will have. I've actually had uh, Barbara call Marjorie and say, my battery is out. I don't know how to get home. Where are you? I don't know. What street are you on? I don't know. Well, you want to find out because that's where you live now. (laughs) As a female millennial, I agree with all of this. That's totally me. I can't at all. It's hard. All right. George Zimmerman, he has to use a public defender in his stalking case. guy says he's two and a half million dollars in debt and had zero income how do you get two hundred two and a half million dollars in debt i have no idea i guess if you're unemployable you have to start uh, racking up the nope. credit card charges and other things two and a half million dollars I, yeah, I, I don't know how he did it yeah the, the trick is not that he's bankrupt we understand that and the and and the fact that he's unemployable i get that does he have any judgments against him from his various encounters with other people because he was he you know he was found not guilty or acted in self-defense with trayvon martin but that's that's criminally so anyway yeah but i don't think so in this one he he is accused of stalking the uh, private investigator who was going after him to for like some movie that they were going to do about his film uh well uh, remember rachel dolezal the woman who said she was black but apparently was not well, she's been charged with welfare fraud. Also, she's not Rachel Dolezal anymore. She legally changed her name in 2016 to Nikechi Diallo. Everybody hated this woman because she pretended to be something she was not. She could have easily, she's a white woman who, of course, took on a black culture. And she said uh, that I really am black and pretended she was black. And I think when the university found out, they dumped her, didn't they? Yeah. They yeah. threw her out of her position. Her whole life. And fell all apart. she had to say was, I'm white, but I now associate with, I consider myself culturally black. Conversation over. No. She had to say she was black. And uh, I remember how, just come on, you know, are you that ashamed of being white? So. Anyway, it was the, it was the hypocrisy. And Governor Jerry Brown this week made a statement. A lot of people oh, come went, on. "What?" He said, "California universities should be more like Chipotle, like Chipotle, and shut down for weeks at a time." I'm in love Here's his with quote. Chipotle. I have to, I have to read the quote. Yeah, the All quote's right. the best. What I like about Chipotle is the limited menu. Uh, you stand in line, get either brown rice or white rice. He likes brown rice, uh, black beans or pinto beans. You put a little cheese, a little of this, a little of that, uh, a little of E. coli, a little of salmonella. Am I misreading that? Yeah, he didn't say that. And then you're out of there. I think that's the model some of our universities need to follow. Huh? He thinks there, there are too many courses at the universities, and if they would pare it down, more people would graduate. A limited menu concept is what he wants at universities. Yeah, that... I, 
Speaking that, of fast food, a lot of sense, but okay. Uh, investors in McDonald's voted down a plan that would have had the company study what business risks are associated with using plastic straws. It's not that easy being green. And the reason they voted it down because McDonald's had already uh, declared it's going to get rid of its plastic straws, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Whether it makes sense financially or doesn't make sense financially, it has decided it's going to do recyclable straws. It's moot, and they couldn't. They yeah. can't phase them out any faster than right. they're already planning. You ever to. used uh, the non-plastic straws, the cardboard straws? Yeah. They go to mush. You have to suck up that drink really quickly. Where you're sucking up little tiny bits of cardboard and it becomes a gritty drink. That's disgusting. All right, we're done, guys.